50 years of magic has transformed the entire Walt Disney World Resort into the world's most magical celebration. Have big fun being small in the new Remy's Ratatouille Adventure and feel the unifying magic of Disney music in the new nighttime spectacular, Harmonious. Come celebrate today. Contact Magical Park Vacations to book your Disney vacation today. Call 585-662-3686 or visit MagicalParkVacations.com. The following is an original production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. Sorcerer Radio Howdy, folks. Please keep your hands and arms inside the train and remain seated at all times. Flap some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. I am Buzz Lightyear. I come in peace. Let's make some magic. All right, cut the chatter. You're listening to DW60. Welcome to the program. It is DW60's Press Row. However, you may be listening, Sorcerer Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, or Odyssey, we are glad that you are here to find out what is happening at the Walt Disney World Resorts. It's Jeff and Nicole here with you. Good morning. Happy Friday. I love this music. Made it. Made it through another week. And the weekend is here. Pump up music is ready to get you into the weekend. <laughs> Today is Friday, March the fourth, twenty twenty-two. March the fourth, be with you. <laughs> That's coming. Wait till May. Wait, wait till May. Just you know. Very interesting week for the Walt Disney World Resorts, and um, we'll get to that in a second. All around a very interesting week. Uh, how much gas are you guys paying where you're at right now? Yeah, how much are you paying for gas? <laughs> we paid last weekend. I think we paid three oh nine. Yeah, three oh nine. When I left yeah. work yesterday, it was three sixty. Over by where you were, just down the street, it's like three twenty four. Yeah, I work in like kind of like a rural area. Now rural. I've heard <laughs> rural. Rural. I've heard that uh, some people are paying upwards of over four dollars mm-hmm. in some locations, and it's getting real, folks. It's getting real. So, I told work if it was like four fifty-five dollars, I was going to work from home. <laughs> I, I, and I don't see. I don't think anybody should have a problem with that. It's, okay. This is not our fault. <laughs> And especially those who have to drive long distances and everything, paying $5 a gallon, which I think I saw back at what the inflation we had back in 2008, I think, or 2009, something like that. It got up to like $5 in Jacksonville. But That was... It's a while ago. When I started driving. Yeah, it was bad. It was like that. And I know it's affecting some people having to pay more if they may be driving down to Walt Disney World, I think. Mm-hmm, I'm sure. I, can you, I wonder what the, uh, you know that gas station by the outlets? Oh, yeah, yeah. Where it's like usually like 
$4.99, Sure. Like yeah. So yeah. I wonder if when gas prices go up like they are right now, if uh, if they they raise their price. Are we going to see double digit gas prices at the oh, <laughs> gas station? Oh my goodness, Grace. <laughs> oh, wow. On, um, what is that street? Vineland? Uh, we've got some different things here in the chat over on Instagram Live right now. So, some people paying four ten, three seventy nine, four nineteen up in Illinois. Yeah, my... four twenty in Pennsylvania. Wow. So yeah, yeah. that's going to have a lot of people rethinking how they want to travel to go to Walt Disney World. Do we want to now start making reservations for a flight instead of driving? Because some people love to drive; they make an entire experience out of all this. And now they may be going, hmm, maybe we should fly. Our local airport just announced um, Allegiant is there. Like seasonal flights are returning between where we live and Sanford, which is like the regional airport. In right, right, yeah. And they're from, I think, April to August or May to August, something like that. And they're like $35 each way. I'm Not like, too yeah, bad. That's uh, cheaper <laughs> than gas. Yeah. <laughs> It is cheaper than gas. That's not a bad price. You got to pay extra for everything else, though. That's the only problem I have with it. But um, especially with spring break coming up, and we know Walt Disney World is going to be super busy. Well, it's already super busy. Let's right. be honest. But with with spring break starting up, you know, here in the next week or so, two weeks, is it something like that? Uh, and gas prices being the way that they are, I'm hoping that some people don't have to cancel just because of gas prices and have to save the money on, you know, so even something like this can affect vacations at Walt Disney World. That's the whole point. So hopefully you don't have to deal with it and you've already had flights scheduled and everything else. But to the topic at hand, this week on DW60, we are going to be talking about the Media Day preview and the opening of Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Now, before we say anything about this whatsoever, we were not invited to any type of a Media Day event. We were not there for it. Uh, we did not go on the very first sailing or cruise for the Galactic Star Cruiser, uh, which I think the first one just ended today, as a matter of fact. Um, this is basically us giving you facts of what you can expect on the Galactic Star Cruiser, if you're going to be going. And also, at the same time, we are giving you our own personal opinion of what we've seen on social media. Have not been there to experience, but only what we've seen and read about on social media. And we are not the ones to tell you whether or not this is a good idea for you and your family. We're just here to give our advice and our opinion. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much it. So I just want to get that out of the way first. Okay. So last week we did, uh, you know, see a lot of uh, influencers, bloggers, vloggers, press, media, you know, had a big event there at Galactic Star Cruiser. They were there for what, four to six hours? Well, there was a, you know, the full two-night excursion. I'm I'm talking about just the media preview right right now. There was a full two-night excursion. And then there was also uh, a separate, like after that, they had like a four-hour event for more, just even, just I think, so they can give people more experiences, you know, more 
more rehearsals for the cast, more, you know, just make sure everything's running smoothly before guests, paying guests come on board. I know a lot of what I saw was just the four hour experience. Mm. Yeah. And so it was like a condensed version. Yeah. Very, very condensed version. And things were uh, moving fast in a lot of different directions and everything else. And naturally, after that event was over with, you know, the reviews started coming out and, you know, stuff on Instagram and on YouTube. And oh, gosh, yeah, we loved it. It was wonderful. It was great. And, you know, all this other stuff. And, and, for me, I just kind of sat there, shook my head, and went, well, yeah, you got invited and you didn't pay a penny unless you had to fly in and do some some of that stuff and everything else. You really didn't pay anything. So uh, I took with what they had to say with a grain of salt. We were looking more for the information, you know, of like, mm. what do the rooms look like in person? What's the food yeah. like? What, yeah. you know, what is, what is this lightsaber training they've been you know, talking about for years. Like, sure. what does it actually entail? Like, we were we we've been looking for just in info. Sure. So let's start with that. Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. How does it look? What do the rooms look like? Like a uh, like a standard cabin, for instance. So the standard cabin, they sit. They advertise it that it is fitted with fixtures and furnishings designed to ensure comfort while traveling through the galaxy. They have one bed. They have two, um, they call them berths or bunk beds. And then a pull-down bed for a fifth adult if the room sleeps five. Some of the rooms sleep four, some of them sleep five. Um, You know, we noticed like an orange and white type of scheme, uh, color scheme, they have, you know, chrome fixtures, you know, orange and white bedding with a lot of the Shandrila Starline logo. Um, very bright. Uh, the, the porthole window looks cool. Um, we did hear that if you don't close that at night, it can get really bright because it's basically a screen. What did you think? I do like the colors. Mm-hmm. Colors are nice. Bed looks somewhat comfortable, I guess. Bunk beds don't really look all that comfortable. Right. Uh, if I were to compare what the, the mattress that they have on those, I got the same thing on a Navy ship. And it ain't that comfortable at all. That's that's the comparison that I, I give it. Yeah, I think someone compared it to a futon. Yeah, I, I could see that. A futon would probably be it. As far as the room itself, I think it's very small. Mm-hmm. But I also think at the same time, you know, you, you do, Disney is trying to create that cruise ship type environment. So you kind of expect for it to be like that in a way. But it didn't have to. They didn't have to. No, it didn't have no. to be as small as a cruise ship. No. Obviously, on a cruise ship, you have a, you know, you have to get the most use out of the space that you have sure. that floats through water. It didn't have to be cruise ship sized rooms. Look, they had plenty of room on the land that they built it on in the first place. Mm-hmm. So they could have made them bigger. And there's only a hundred. The thing is, and, and I think I kind of understand this. You're not spending a lot of time in that room. 
mm-hmm. at all, unless you choose to. And we're, we're going to talk about whether you choose to do this or whether you choose to do that throughout the entire show today, because a lot of it depends on your choice of how you want to experience the Galactic Star Cruiser. Right. So that's a big part of it as well. So mainly, if uh, I would think if a person wants to be involved, they're not going to be spending a lot of time in that room. The bathrooms do seem very small. The showers do seem very small. But all you're really doing then is just showering and sleeping and that's about it. And there's no tub, which I can imagine if you have small children can be difficult. It, yeah, probably so. Yeah. Yeah. In addition to the standard cabin, there's also a galaxy class suite, which is a one bedroom suite. It features a living space, seating area, and a double vanity in the bathroom, a bar area, and then two windows with views out into space. This sleeps four. It has a queen bed and then two wall pull down beds for adults. Right. And then there's also the Grand Captain Suite. So this is a two-bedroom suite, which has a living space and seating area. It has um, double vanities, a second bathroom with a single vanity, a bar, and then three windows out into space. So this sleeps eight with two queen beds, two bunk beds, and two pull-down beds. And you're paying a hefty amount just to stay in like the galaxy class suite and and the captain's suite as well you're Mm -hmm. you're paying a lot more than what everybody else is so just prepare yourself when you go to make these reservations the price is going to go way up right and and like i said i'm sure i think i mentioned it before that you know between these three room types there's only a hundred rooms total And do you think the reason for that is because they wanted to mitigate the amount of people experiencing this all at once? How hard would it be if they had like 500 people on the ship? Right. And, and, you know, know, that's one of the biggest complaints when people do visit Walt Disney World is they're like, oh, there's so many people around. Yeah. I'm always waiting in line, waiting in line for food, waiting in line to do something, waiting in line to see something, you know, with a limited capacity. Absolutely. It allows, you know, it makes it more accessible to Um, access things but two it also gives the space for the characters and the experiences to have a more one-on-one feel oh most most definitely yeah because a lot of the cast members who are playing a part Mm -hmm. on galactic star cruiser after day one they're going to know who you are right they're going to know your name they're going to recognize you and say hey bob how you doing here's what i got for you type of situations so again that's that, that that may be the reason for the small amount of rooms that are available uh when it comes to the galactic star cruiser and there is a virtual assistant in your room mm-hmm. uh next to the tv uh, there is a tv if you want to watch uh fox news or uh you know nbc or something else or whatever espn yeah you can you can do that you can work watch earth tv uh while you're on the galactic star cruiser but it's also used for you know announcements and stuff like that but right next to that is going to be a virtual assistant assistant that's also going to give you information about the galactic the halcyon uh not as interactive as you may think it should be but it is interactive right i expected it to be like an alexa yeah, that's what I thought it would be, too. Doesn't seem that way. She does respond to certain things. When you when she asks you a question, she will respond to your answer. 
Uh, like, for instance, a lot of people, you know, mentioned she may ask you, what are you most excited about on the Halcyon? And if you said, I'm looking forward to eating the new food. Well, she will respond with, you know, well, here's some of the stuff that we're going to be offering for dinner tonight. And, you know, little bitty things like that. So not too bad. No, she's she's part of the story. She is. She is right. part of the story. Yeah. Rather than like a virtual concierge. Speaking of food. Mm-hmm. So on the very first night of your adventure, uh, the Crown of Corellia dining room is going to transform for dinner into a table service supper club <laughs> with a special musical appearance by a galactic superstar. You're going to enjoy a special evening with distinctive dining entertainment as you socialize with passengers and crew. The second night, the taste around the galaxy showcases courses inspired by the geography and environments of iconic destination planets throughout the galaxy with the serving of each course. A brief introduction presents the name, inspiration, and ingredients for the dishes. And the meal includes appetizers and entrees for the table and a specialty dessert as well. So let's talk about dining for just a second. So that's just dinner. Yeah, that's just that's just dinner. And then the other two meals of the days are buffets. Right. Right. So have an open mind when it comes to dining on on the Halcyon. Mm-hmm. Have a very open mind because the food is going to look a little bit different than what you're used to. Perfect point. Blue shrimp. Blue shrimp. That's what everybody seems to mention. Every single thing that we saw was the blue shrimp. People said the food was good. Mm-hmm. Not too bad. Some of it wasn't the greatest. They talked about some of the specialty you know, drinks and desserts were okay. Not too bad. If you are a picky person, you may have some troubles when dining on the Halcyon. Because you can't just order a burger. You can't just get Nicole's favorite corn dog nugs. No, okay. but they have, you know, they, it's a variety. Yeah, they it's have a good options. They try and please everyone, but it may be presented in a way where you're like, I don't know about that. Even if it's just like bacon and eggs, you know? <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. And for the little ones, it, hopefully they are not too picky. But there are some simple things on there for them to eat as well, right? Yeah, there's kids' menu. And even, you know, adult picky eaters can order off the kids' menu. Exactly. Um, But again, they will be familiar foods that may be presented to you in a space futuristic way. Most definitely, yeah. And Nicole and I are the type of diners who always say, if it looks good, eat it. But does blue shrimp look good? I don't know, because I've never had it in front of me before. That's the thing. I, I think I would still probably try it. I think I would, too. Even, I think, one person said the rice was green. Okay. Mm-hmm. Still probably tastes like rice, though. Right. So have an open mind when it comes to dining. Now, if you have special dining needs, like... Um, Dietary restrictions. Yeah, restrictions and stuff like that. Let Disney know mm-hmm. before you go on your vacation, like a couple of weeks before at least, to let them know, hey, I can't have X, Y, and Z because of whatever reason. And Disney will do their best to accommodate you mm-hmm. if you need changes. If you're a person that's a um, vegan or mm-hmm. what other types am I I'm trying to get yeah, to like here? vegetarian. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, there are options for you. Right. On the menu, there's going to be a little green leaf next to those 
uh, selections for people with those type of diets. Mm-hmm. So they're trying, like you said, they're trying to, you know, include everybody and give everybody options. Right. Yeah. When you board the Star Cruiser, um, you know, in those, that welcome party area time frame, you can head over to the Crown of Corellia dining room and speak with a chef. And, you know, they'll make a note for your dining time and, and your your needs if you need gluten-free, if you need dairy-free, you know, if you need certain items or you can't have certain items um, or you just need different options available to you, once you board the ship, I would head straight to the dining room and there will be um, dining cast members and chefs available to speak with before the, the, the action starts. Now, if you're a fan of blue milk, you get all the blue milk that you want to. They have it on tap. Self-serve. Self-serve blue milk. I love it. Now, if you want specialty drinks that involve alcohol, those are not included in the price of your stay. Those cost extra. There is also a captain's table Mm -hmm. that you can enjoy while dining on the Halcyon. Now, if you want to get in on that, you have to do it early when you book. Because if you don't, it's going to go fast. So when a reserve, when an opportunity comes up of a window to make your reservation for the Halcyon, tell them right then and there, we want to be a part of the captain's table. You get a couple of extra dishes to try out. You also get um, a glass of wine, I think they said, and a couple of other things that are real nice for the, uh, for the captain's table. So check that out. Yes, it's uh, $30 per person per night. It's not too bad. Mm-mm. Not too bad at all. Lots of interactive elements on the Galactic Star Cruiser, including Galactic Star Cruiser characters. Out of all the stuff that you saw on Instagram and you saw on YouTube, mm-hmm. what did you think about? Let's let's just start with how was the acting by the crew of the Halcyon? What I, did you think? I think if you're playing into the story, it 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 feels like a extended, in depth character meet and greet. Yeah. It can may feel awkward. <laughs> yeah, good. I yeah. feel awkward meeting face characters more often than not. Like meeting princesses or meet like I don't know, it's just awkward for me. Yeah. Um and so you know, when you first board and you have that welcome reception and the characters are walking around, the captain's walking around talking to you, sure, like yeah, I feel like yeah. I would be very awkward. Uh, um Yeah. Especially, but I feel like as you get into the story more, it will be easier to interact with those characters. Probably so. Especially if you are working on a mission or working on something with them or for them, um, or they have information from you for you. Yeah. You know, it'll be easier the more immersed you are in the story. What about you? I, the acting to me by the cast members, you know, playing out the story at times felt very corny. And not very Star Wars-like. Just based off the things that I saw. Now, again, that's not in person. That's just watching it on your TV. Just seemed a little corny to me at times. Like like they were overdoing the part a little too much. But I have to understand at the same time that this is like the first, first time they're doing this live with guests. Right. So as time goes on... I, I think the cast members would probably get a little bit more comfortable with the role interacting around people. You can rehearse this all day in a room with just yourselves and nobody else is around. But then you, you don't have other people reacting or shouting something out or something different to 
you know, it, it kind of distracts you a little bit from what you're actually the role you're playing. So as they continue with more and more cruises on the Halcyon, I think the cast members will get a lot better. Yeah, and just playing kind of the like, role, you know, like fall into their character, you know, where as you as you go, you learn about your character more. Yeah, sure. You know, you yeah. learn how they'll how they would react to somebody yelling out something, how they would, you know, react to a joke or an accident or whatever's going on. And I think as they learn more about their characters themselves, they'll get a lot more comfortable in it and it may seem more natural. So we'll see. Also at the same time, these cast members are leading you in a certain direction as far as your experience on the Halcyon. Mm -hmm. You may make a choice to go towards the First Order or the Resistance or a smuggler while you're on board. And, you know, so constantly cast members are having to change the, you know, outcome of the story based on what you're doing so much. So much of what you choose to do and the choices that you make on this experience determine how your story goes. It's very interactive, extremely interactive. And and that's why I put interactive elements. The possibilities of this this story changing is is almost endless. Mm -hmm. And And the thing about it is, is that you are not interactively going to be able to experience everything on the Halcyon, your first cruise. It's not going to happen. Right. Because the play out and the end, well, the ending of the Halcyon is going to be the same. The same final scene and everything else. That's all going to be the same. I'm not going to tell you that if you haven't watched anything. But your experience throughout your you know two-night vacation, kind of a vacation, I guess, can be different in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. And Disney is counting on that because why? They want you to come back. Right. You, you've you done the first order. You know, now do you want to join the resistance? Yeah. You know, now do you want to help the crew? You know, now there's so many different storylines that you can take. Absolutely. That, yeah, yeah. you know, there may be some that we haven't even experienced yet or we haven't even heard about yet. Yeah. That's true. Um, so there's a lot. I think I think we'll continue to learn more about the experience on the Star Cruiser. Absolutely. Yeah. And they might add, you know, down the line as, you know, more and more people experience it as they get repeat guests, you know, maybe your second or third cruise, different options are available to you. And I'll, t- I'll tell you this right now. If you are somebody who is doing galactic star cruiser and disney sends you a survey on an email or or whenever at whatever time be honest about your experience Mm -hmm. because in in the long run that can only make the halcyon better for future guests and like you talked about absolutely i think that they could probably modify the story change up the story add to the story a lot of different elements that you could do with this because it is it's not really an escape room it's kind of an escape room it's not really a murder mystery, but it kind of is. And think of it as like a real life virtual reality experience Experience yeah. at the same time. That's what all the elements that they put into the Galactic Star Cruiser. Is it going to work? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to work. But there is enough to do for multiple trips if you can afford it. Right. Because remember, for a family of four, we're looking at what? $6,000. Mm-hmm. Not 
a cheap price, even for just a couple to go, $4,000. So it just depends on what you want to do and how many times you want to play out the story for the Halcyon at the same right, time. Right, because there's only so much you can fit into two, day, two days. Was the two days enough? I feel like no. I feel like I would want more. But maybe that's the goal. Maybe, you know, you get you leave and you're like, I'm not done. I want more. And you, and you come back. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's, what's, that's what Disney's banking on. What has the chat room been saying, been said on Instagram? What have they been talking about? Um, they were asking about when you go into the parks. So on your second day of the trip, you do take a transport to Batu. Um, we talked before that we weren't sure if you'd be able to leave um, Galaxy's Edge, and you can. You can leave Batu. Um, they don't necessarily encourage it, just because they want you to like stay in the story. But you can. You can go over to, you know, Toy Story Land. You can do whatever. Um, while you're in Batu, you also get a voucher for a meal with an alcoholic beverage or an adult beverage, if you so choose. Um, so that's included as well. And you can use that voucher at other um, other quick service restaurants in Hollywood Studios as well. So if you're like, I am so over space food, I just want a burger, I just want a hot dog, you know, whatever, you can do that, especially when, on that day when you're in Batu. You know, go get a slice of pizza. Go <laughs> get, <Okay>, like, <laughs> so that's, that's good to know, too. Yeah, one person said, I thought that, I thought they only went to Hollywood Studios and didn't know you could go to another park. Absolutely. If in the middle of your experience on the Halcyon, if you decide... You know what? Today, we're going to go over to the Magic Kingdom. I mean, at, they're not going to stop. Yeah. At any time, if you want to leave and go to a park and enjoy whatever's going on there, maybe it's a special event or you're meeting up with family or anything else. Absolutely. You can leave the Galactic Star Cruiser and go and enjoy uh, whatever you're, whatever it is that you have to do. Would we recommend it? No. No. Because you're going to miss a lot. And it's gonna happen. You do have to have your, you know, your own ticket and your own park reservation. So that day that you go into Hollywood Studios, it is only a ticket for Hollywood Studios. Absolutely. So that's Absolutely. Important. And that ticket is included. That, uh, you know, you're you get a Lightning Lane for Rise of the Resistance and Smugglers Run. Um, you'll get a little pin that you'll be able to wear when you're in the parks to let cast members know that you're you know, ab- from aboard the Halcyon. So there's a lot of little things that are included. Um, but I would not recommend leaving. You can, but I would not recommend it. No, I wouldn't recommend it. Stick where you're at. Uh, you're paying four to $6,000 for a vacation. Uh, you can go to uh, the Magic Kingdom afterwards and still enjoy everything and, and have a good time. We've got more to talk about when it comes to Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser here on DW60. So stick around. Are you a park opener? Maybe you love the smell of pirate water. Here at Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company, we're a little sweet on Gaston, and we think you might be too. Bring these magically inspired scents to your home, or it could be off with your head. Magically scent your world at magicallyscented.com. Sorcerer Radio listeners, be sure to use the code SOR20 to get 20% off your next magically scented order. Visit dvc-rental.com. Save up to 60% on deluxe accommodations. For more, click the banner at srsounds.com. Tired of missing out on free dining and special park openings? Looking to keep your finger on the pulse of all things Disney? 
Well, we've got you covered. EarsAlert.com has up-to-date news, deals, and information from the very best Disney news sources. Visit EarsAlert.com and download our iOS or Android app to get immediate updates whenever a Disney news story breaks. Visit EarsAlert.com today. Good day, everyone. It's come to our attention that listening to the sounds of Sorcerer Radio can make one tap their feet and hum a familiar tune, even causing one to smile. Have you caught the sensation yet? Listen now at srsounds.com. This tape will now self-destruct. Be sure to check out www.dailynews.com. WDW Daily News provides articles and other information about the Walt Disney Company and more. Be sure to follow them on Twitter at WDW Daily News, a proud partner of Sorcerer Radio. The Earth lies directly in the path of this onslaught. Sorcerer Radio, all Disney music, all day long. We all love Sorcerer Radio. But did you know that you can give back to your favorite station? You can join Sorcerer Radio Patreon for as low as $2 per month. All of the money raised from our patrons goes directly into creating great stations like Atmospheres, Rope Drop, Seasons, and more. Our patrons get exclusive benefits such as access to the exclusive Sorcerer Radio Discord discussion room, early access to breaking news, and behind-the-scenes information. Other support levels include stickers, shout-outs, and you can even program your own hour of Sorcerer Radio music. Visit srsounds.com support to find out more about how to become a patron today. And thank you for supporting Sorcerer Radio. Studio 60, all Disney music all day long, srsounds.com. Jeff and Nicole back with you once again, and we're talking about Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser as you have the opportunity to experience the Halcyon. Covered a lot so far. But I want to remind you about the lunchtime request hour that happens every single Wednesday, noon Eastern, over, over on Sorcerer Radio at srsounds.com. If you want to vote, or if you want to request your favorite Disney song, can you tell them how they do that? You do it all the time. I do. So, Wednesday mornings on the Sorcerer Radio website, you scroll a brand new website, you scroll down to the bottom of the main page, and on the left, there's a button that says Request Your Song. You can pick from, I'd say, 98.9% of the Sorcerer Radio library. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, a you get to play library. DJ for two full hours. Absolutely. You, know, you get one request per week, and it fills up very quickly. So if you'd like yours heard, um, request early in the day. But, yeah. And it's fun. It's like a top hit block of music. What has been your probably most requested song? Um, recently, it's been Magic Happens. Oh, okay. Good yeah. choice. Yeah. And it's a it's a it's a really good variety, folks. It is. I mean, it's all over the Walt Disney World theme parks. Some stuff from the movies. I mean, just a lot involved. So we encourage you to check out the lunchtime request hour. Happens at noon Eastern every single Wednesday on Sorcerer Radio at srsounds.com. We're gonna get back to our talk about Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, the Halcyon. So, what do we got next here? Let's see. We, we covered a lot. We have. We've talked about the rooms. We've talked about the dining. Talk about a little bit about uh, the cast members and the uh, the acting that they do. Um, 
parts of it actually kind of remind me of a comic con in some ways mm. with the with the makeup. But I like comic con, so that's cool to me. Yeah, I think it's cool. You know, there's one specific character that you absolutely love when you saw it. Yeah, I can't remember what the name of the character was. Oh, same we... same alien race as Greedo from Star Wars. Uh, oh, it starts with an O. Start with an O. I can't remember. We Greedo. I can't remember their name, but they're like a green, yeah, like Greedo type of um, alien, and it's like Gaia's DJ, like Gaia's like oh, backup yeah, yeah. music at the dinners. I'm obsessed. I love it. My friends like to joke that I have like a thing for like green things, green people. Uh, you know, the <laughs> Mike Wazowski, the Toy Story aliens, and I was like, oh, I have another green alien love. <laughs> this is the way. Oh, she does love green aliens. I, do I don't, like, I don't I understand like, what the obsession is. We just know. love them. It's not yeah. about green people. Green <laughs> oh. Oh, my. <laughs> okay. So, moving on. You, you spoke about Gaia. Let's talk about entertainment on the Halcyon. Yes. Let's just be honest. The entire experience is the entertainment. Mm-hmm. Okay. But there is a little, during one of your, is it every dining night or just one? I think it's every dining night. Where you get to hear Gaia sing a little bit, or is it just one? I know at least for sure the first one. Yeah, I think there's a couple of times that she's going to come out and do. And what? How does she get involved? That's what I'm kind of wondering: is what her part plays in all this? I don't know. That's part of the story. It's part of the story, though. Of like why she's on this cruise ship. Yeah. So you will get some entertainment while you're on the Halcyon. It's it as far as music and stuff like that, and if. You know, you want to participate by standing up at your table, do a little dancing and stuff like that. You are more than encouraged to do so. So get up, shake it around a couple of times and, and just have fun. Just have a good time. So there, But the entire thing, the entire experience that you're having is is entertainment. It really right. is. Um, so, again, you make it whatever you make it. Mm-hmm. You know, the price that you're paying you decide whether you make it entertaining or not. Well, and I think that's, so. that is kind of the theme of the Star Cruiser as a whole is you get out what you put into it. Absolutely. Yeah. Whether, yeah. you know, how seriously you take these missions, you know, the relationships that you build with the characters, um, you know, are you going to be a rebel spy? Are you, yeah, you yeah. know, going to yeah. play to the First Order, but you're really like with the Resistance? Are you going to you know, break Chewie out of the brig or, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, the lightsaber training, you know, how into it are you going to get? It really yeah. determines the experience that you're going to have. And, and, and when it, oh gosh, you, you, lightsaber training. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I just don't like it. I don't like it at all. I'm going to be honest with you. It's kind of corny. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the way Disney was portraying it. Oh Yeah completely i was just i was really let down just by watching it i feel like we thought or when it was first announced you know we had this idea in our head of like the floating like orb right oh like sure the floating yeah, ball yeah. that like shoots stuff out and that's you know it's stationary on the wall even if they had the floating ball on a pipe from from the ceiling Mm-hmm. And they tried to mask it as much as they could, and light came out of that. I would have liked it better, right? Because that's Star Wars. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, the target see, thing on the wall—that's not Star Wars. Luke on, um, yeah, the Falcon. 
No, what's the what's the island where it's like chasing him? The with, island where he's where with it's Yoda. Like oh, Dagobah. Yeah, we have the mug. I was trying to. We have like our wars. You are here. Yeah, mugs, sure. Yeah, and we yeah, have yeah. Dagobah and we have Hoth. Um, but yeah, like you know that that's what I think of when I think of lightsaber training. Yeah. So. Um, that was interesting. You can also do the Star Wars card game called Sabak. Yes. Lots of, a lot of people very excited to play Sabak, and apparently it's a lot of fun. I need to get a Sabak set so that I can play it here at home. But how they do it on the Halcyon is uh, holographic in a way. Mm-hmm. It may not be what you're expecting, but it is somewhat holographic. It's all digital, and you can play with your friends or other people on board the Halcyon with you as well. That ties in with with the entertainment as well. And then you've got some situations, you know, where you're on the bridge of the Halcyon, you know, completing certain tasks that you've been giving and doing stuff with the captain of the ship. And that ties into... So there's just a lot of things entertaining-wise to experience on the Halcyon. So trust me, unless you want downtime, you're not going to have any downtime. Mm -mm. That's the thing. Yeah, this is not meant to be a relaxing sit by the pool, you know, um, sip on a cocktail type of, you know, toes in the sand vacation. <laughs> I love how you just segue into the next segment, segment right there. Yes. Galactic Star Cruiser is not a hotel. It is not. We're not, you don't have a pool to enjoy. Um, a lot of things that you normally would have to enjoy on a Disney cruise, you don't have here. Right. No gym, no spa. Nothing like that. You cannot get a massage. It's just not going to happen. And it's this is billed as a luxury experience, but it's not going to be the same luxury as, you know, an all-inclusive resort in Cancun. Absolutely not. No. You know, it's not going to be the same luxury as the Riviera or the Grand Floridian. No, not even close. This is, if you're not tired... By the time you leave the Halcyon after your experience is over, you didn't do it right. (laughs) Okay? I'm just going to tell you. And that's just from me watching YouTube and listening to what people have said. If you're not exhausted by the time you get back to Earth, you didn't do it right because you didn't play out the story the correct way. I'll just say that. You're going to be tired after you're done with this. Do you want to do another three days in the parks? I probably wouldn't. (laughs) Maybe this is an end of your trip. Yeah. Yeah add-on or maybe this is your whole trip because at this price point you know <laughs> for this, my price point it would be the end yeah of the this trip. is your yeah. whole trip this and is then it. you know maybe you go over to daytona for the next two days and then you absolutely um now that there is a small area if you're claustrophobic don't worry there's a small area on the ship mm-hmm. where is and according to the storyline and everything it simulates being on earth climate simulator a climate simulator you're outside, you get to enjoy a little bit of sun, you know, sunshine or a little bit of the night air, maybe a little humidity, whatever it is that you want. Maybe it's raining outside, something else. You can go outside. Um, if you're a person who smokes, if you're a person that vapes or anything else like that, there, a cast member will take you outside in order to do that. Don't think that you have to spend the next three days and you can't get your neck fixed. Just want to let you guys know. Right. Or if you forget something in the car. Yeah. If you forget or something in the car. Or you anything, need, yeah. uh, I don't know, baby formula and you get it delivered from Instacart. You know, th- that type of stuff is not inaccessible. Right. You can't get it. 
You may have to leave the experience for a few minutes. Mm -hmm. I don't think it would ruin it. No. But you can do it. Right. It's like we said, if you want to go to the Magic Kingdom, you can. But we don't, we don't tell you you need to do that. So no pool, no spa, no gym, nothing like that or anything else. It is the Galactic Star Cruiser is not a hotel. No, and it's, it's not where you stay to go to the parks. Exactly. Yeah, this is not, uh, you're going to get to a, go to a park mm-hmm. like we talked about before, but this is not, this is not a regular Disney parks vacation. Okay. Mm-hmm type thing so next question is that you have to ask yourself especially if you're a big family is this vacation the right one for your little padawans for your kids it just depends on i i I think a lot of it depends on their age Mm -hmm. Um, am i right to say that yeah and in their personalities like just i mean you and using you and i for example i am extremely extroverted oh yes you are not i'm not you're not shy. I mean, you would go and talk to people, but it's not in your nature to talk to the person behind us in line at the grocery store, for example. Um, so, you know, if your kids are more introverted or they're very shy or like stranger danger is big, you know, like <laughs> stranger, stranger danger. danger, you know, yeah, if, yeah, if, yeah. if an alien from the Star Wars universe coming up to your children you know, and getting down on their level and trying to talk to them is going to scare them. You know, this, it might be a little know, too much. Yeah. Yeah. And I think another part of it also is that some of the experiences that you're going to have on the Halcyon might be after their bedtime. Mm-hmm. And especially with everything that's going on during the day, all the different things that you can do while you're on the Halcyon, they're going to get tired quick or they're going to want naps. Right. And that may be times when you may miss something extremely important in the storyline. And let's be honest, you can't exactly take a nanny with you unless you want to pay for it. Yeah, I mean, you can. But, and, but your nanny's going to miss everything and they're going to be upset right. at the same time. So you're in, the, you're in you know, the room with them and you're missing a lot of different things. Right. And, and I, so. I think a lot of the storylines go on until 9, 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, very so much. So if you have young children that go to bed... 7.30, you know, 7, 7.30, 8 o'clock, you, you may miss a lot of things. <laughs> Caitlin's throwing it out out there already. Nanny here. <laughs> she has been a Disney nanny. She has, um, when she was a nanny, been to Walt Disney World with nanny families. Couple I times. just don't know if I could go as a nanny and then have to stop what I'm doing because I'm totally into this and I got to sit here for the next hour and a half, two hours for nap time. It's work. Yeah, but you get to look out the space window yeah. and talk to your space robot. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that is true. Good point. Good point. So if, if, if what would say, what would you say is the, a good age to take on Galactic Star Cruiser for kids? Six, seven? Yeah, I'm thinking like five to eight. Yeah. Probably like the sweet spot where they're like, you know, getting into school and learning, you know, ex- ex- experience with like oh, yeah, meeting yeah. new people and making new friends and like the, the role play aspect. And especially if they've maybe watched Star Wars Rebels or they have watched the Star Wars movies with you or, you know, they're um, vaguely familiar with the Star Wars universe, at least um, the concept of like the light in the dark, you know, the, the first order. Oh yeah. Sure. Resistance yeah, yeah. or, you know, the Jedi and oh, yeah, the Sith, yeah. those type of concepts. I sure. Think yeah. Might be important to 
really be able to get into the storyline. I don't think, and I think you would be wasting your money if you plan on bringing a toddler with you. I just don't think it's going to be a good idea. Because there's, I just don't see it, there being enough to hold a toddler's attention. Or too much. Or too much. You know, especially if you if they're in a, in a stroller a lot and situations like that. I just don't think it'd be a good idea. I would wait until they're older before you take a toddler on the Galactic Star Cruiser. Caitlin said, let them fall asleep in the stroller and then just push them around with you all. <laughs> the only problem I have with that is the interactive elements that you talked about. Because at times, there are alarms that go off yeah. on the Halcyon. And that's just going to wake them up right then and there startle them and, and then it's going to be then over everyone's with. upset yeah because you're going to hear the screaming of a lifetime going on and you can't blame them i mean they just got you know woke up to this loud flashing you know experience and they don't know what to do so yeah. if you got a toddler wait this isn't going anywhere no it's not going star cruiser is not going <laughs> no. anywhere Disney's you know not getting rid of this. <laughs> if you have a toddler right now and you want to go, start saving now. Yeah, good idea. And then yeah. when they're, you know, a great age and they're really going to enjoy this and you're going to enjoy it, then you'll have saved up enough money. When it comes to what to wear during your experience on the Halcyon, I'll tell you this flat out. Just wear what you want. Yes. Wear your normal clothing that you would normally wear to the Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, or Animal Kingdom. Wear your vacation clothes. Go go all out Disney. That is to say that you cannot dress up for the part to be on the Halcyon as well because there is clothing available via Shop Disney mm-hmm. that you have to have a, a reservation to get this stuff. Right. But you can buy clothing, Star Wars clothing, to help be really immersed into the experience right with what you can wear now you can't wear you know like masks and stuff like that if you want to be a stormtrooper be a stormtrooper you want to dress up like palpatine you can do so but you can't wear a mask you can't bring on blasters you you can bring your lightsaber but you cannot have the blade on your lightsaber yeah you can have like the hilt on your belt yeah you can have that but wear what you want be comfortable i feel like i'd wear a jedi robe I would probably wear Palpatine's robe and just have it on the whole time. I feel like that'd be so comfortable. I, I think it would be, too. I, I just, I just kind of like it. I don't, I don't know what it is. But, you know, we've no, also seen people say, you know, when you're dressing up in these costumes or dressing the part, you have to be aware that you're going to be running around and maybe crawling through small spaces or, like, crawling under stuff and <laughs> yeah. looking in the boiler yeah, room. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Absolutely. Um, you know, you, you have to be prepared to be active as well, if you so choose. And if you're go- when you're going to Hollywood Studios, dealing with the Florida heat, do right. you think you really want to be in full costume for this? No. It's going to be hot, folks. It's going to be hot from really now all the way up until November of this year. It's yeah. going to be hot. It's hot. So now. be comfortable. Wear what you want. Just be respectful with what you want. Our weather went crazy. Like, we've been in the 40s forever, and yeah. then this week it was like, boom, 75. Yeah. Like, Whoa. Oh, my God. <laughs> what to bring when you're on the Halcyon? Here are the things, the two things that I can only think of that really make any sense. Because you're going to be using your phone a lot via the data pad during your experience on the Halcyon. So what you need to do, obviously, 
bring chargers and power banks Mm -hmm. because you're going to use your phone a lot. You're going to get a lot of messages on your phone via, uh, it's called the data bank, right? Data pad. Data pad. Thank you. Uh, You're going to get assignments and all kinds of different things. Constantly going to have your phone in your hand. So bring power banks and the chargers and stuff like that. You're going to need them. Don't forget about that. Do you have anything that they need to bring? Bring your droids. Bring your droids. Bring your clothes. Yeah. Um, I saw that they have <laughs> droid racing. Yes. We have a droid. Yes. Uh, bring your Star Wars clothes. They um, Fashion bring, show. Yeah, there's a fashion show. Yeah. Um, I'd say pack your patience as you know, you're know you learning how things work and everyone around you is learning. And you know if you're in the middle of a mission and someone's like working with you, maybe not getting it. Because you will, you will be seated at dinner with with strangers, like uh, yeah, like a beer garden. You know, you're going to be completing missions possibly with strangers. That's true. Yeah, maybe yeah. Um, on different sides of the force than your family members, and you know, and and meeting other people, and and just pack your patience. I would say. Um, I'm trying to think, what else? I would maybe pack semi light. Since the rooms are smaller, um, there is, you know, a closet. There are drawers. There is storage under the bed. Um, but maybe if you could pack a separate bag for the Star Cruiser if you're going to be staying, you know, at Disney the rest of the week or Yeah, whatever. that's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you had like a small carry-on or a duffel bag or something for those two nights, that might be the way to go. Speaking of what's included, two night stay, two sit-down dinners, two buffet uh, breakfasts, lunch on Batu. Or in a dining room, valet parking, ticket to Hollywood Studios with a lightning lane for Rise and Millennium Falcon, one magic band per guest. What's extra? While well, dining at the captain's table is $30 per person, plus tax for one night. Enjoy extra courses that are only offered at the captain's tables at a prime location in the center of the dining room, and stuff like that. What else is included? You mean what's extra? Yeah, yes. extra. Sorry, sorry, I was yes. like, you just said it all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry. So there is an offering called the CSL, the Shandrila Sind- Port- Starline Porch Experience, which has an introductory price of $99 and is kind of the photo pass um, things that we've been seeing in the parks where you can go and, you know, spend 20, 30 minutes with a photo pass photographer and they'll take you around and take pictures. This one. Um, I've seen includes two photo pass photographers, one holding lighting because, you know, the lighting on the ship may not be the best. This has their own lighting. And then a photographer who's going to take you around, take you onto the bridge, take you, um, you know, down the hallways and into different rooms and closets and stuff like that and um, capture some really great photos. Obviously, the photos are not included, but they can be downloaded via PhotoPass if you have that um, option on your annual pass or if you purchase PhotoPass or you're able to purchase the photos individually. Um, if you would like to book this for your Galactic Star Cruiser, you can call a Galactic Star Cruiser specialist at 407-939-7739. You can add this activity up to 60 days before your voyage. Limited, Limited. availability. The, uh, <laughs> the other things that are not included in your pricing is going to be your alcoholic beverages, your themed clothing that we were talking about that you can purchase on Shop Disney and you have to um, have a reservation on the Star Cruiser within 60 days. So those kind of like extra items that aren't required for the stay, but, you know, would enhance your stay, those are going to be not included. We did talk a little bit about your visit to to Batuu. We Mm -hmm. talked about, you know, how you can go to... um, 
the cantina, you get to do the attractions and their shopping and everything else. But also when you're using your data pad in Batu, mm-hmm. that affects the experience you're going to have on the Star Cruiser as well. Yes. Remember, a lot of the decisions that you make affect your experience. That includes Batu because the pin that you wear around Batu, cast members will recognize and will know how to interact with you as a guest of the Halcyon. Very cool. Very cool. But one thing I did say the other day mm-hmm. when we were talking about the pin, after let's say six to eight months of you know Galactic Star Cruiser happening. You got to think about how many people are going to have these pins. How many of these pins are going to be sold at astronomical prices on eBay? Mm-hmm. And people are going to start wearing them mm-hmm. when visiting Hollywood Studios and going to Batu. How are cast members going to be able to determine who is a real guest and who is a past guest just wearing it for fun? I suggested that maybe the pins and the wristbands and stuff are going to be different colors, like, yeah. uh, like a pool wristband. So, yeah, uh, could be. you know, there, yeah. there may be ways to differentiate that, you know, they're not sharing they're not releasing so that people don't know. We will find out. Yeah, we're going to find <laughs> out. We're going to know. And maybe eventually. they're just not. Maybe they're just all going to be the same. And Disney's like, eh, we'll figure it out. If you're interesting in shop, interested in shopping while you're on the Halcyon, well, there's not a lot to choose from. There is a small gift shop type of area where you can buy uh, Halcyon merchandise like mugs. Um, we want a mug. Uh, we want a mug. We want a mug so bad from the Halcyon we can't see straight. Uh, you can also get um, different uh, you know, costume clothing to wear mm-hmm. while you're there. T-shirts and a few other things as well. Some of the earthly provisions that you may need band-aids uh tylenol stuff like that they do have it available all you have to do is ask one of the cast members there at the shop and they will show it to you because they don't have it out and about for everybody to see kind of ruins the whole effect of being on on the halcyon so you do have those emergency needs if you need them ask a cast member they may just give you uh you know a band-aid or whatever. Yeah, you may not have to go. relations first. Yeah, talk to somebody. Call the front desk. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but there is shopping available. Not a lot. Most of your shopping, you're going to do on Batu. Mm-hmm. So enjoy that. Get yourself a droid. Get yourself a lightsaber or whatever it is that you want over on Batu. Lots more opportunities there. So what is missing from Galaxy's Edge that is now in Galactic Star Cruiser? The first thing that I thought of, the dining. Yes. The character interaction and the dining that should have gone into Galaxy's Edge, but is now on the Star Cruiser. Right. Like we, you know, that was one of the first things we said is when Galaxy's Edge opened is we said, where's the table service? Yeah. You're going to open a Star Wars themed land in a theme park and not have a table service. Like that is such a a, a disservice to Star Wars fans. Yeah. Uh, And we found it. It is behind a... $6,000 paywall. Most definitely is. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, I think that's the, to me, that's the one thing that's missing from Galaxy's Edge Mm -hmm. is a real sit down restaurant to enjoy that should have been attached in some form or fashion to the cantina. Right. Like you have a choice. You can either go to the cantina, enjoy appetizers and drinks, or you can go to the sit down restaurant and enjoy Star Wars entertainment and, and dining. Right. Yeah, the cantina should have been like a, a bar, like a lounge attached to the restaurant. Exactly. Yeah. I think Disney really missed the opportunity here to do that. 
They, they ran out of money? I think so. I find that hard to believe. I find it real hard to believe. I think it got cut. I think I think it got cut because they knew they were doing Star Cruiser. Yeah. We can put this behind a $6,000 paywall, like you said, mm-hmm. and they can enjoy it that way if they want to do it. Right. And I think that's probably what happened with probably a lot of different things that you see on the Halcyon may have originally gone into, you know, Galaxy's Edge in the first place. Right. Lightsaber training. You, yeah. You, you can't think that they are going to allow you to build a lightsaber and then they didn't originally intend for you to be able to use it. That's true. Absolutely. Yeah. So. What will hardcore Star Wars fans think of Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser? What do you think? This is where we differ. Okay. Yeah. I think Star, from what I've seen so far, hardcore Star Wars fans love it. Okay. I think that they like anything that is well done and immersive that they can be a part of because for so long, you know, Star Wars has been on the screen. Sure. And not, you know, not so much a, a real life way to, to like be immersively in the story. Sure. Yeah. Right. And, and when you've seen this fantasy world and it's grown and expanded and has all these planets and solar systems and characters and creatures and species and, you know, now you get to meet them. Now you get to shake their hand. Now you get to have a conversation and yeah, help yeah. them or, or hinder them or crawl through spaces or, you know, push buttons on the bridge. Like, <laughs> you know, these are all yeah, things sure, that people yeah, have, yeah. you know, hardcore and, and casual Star Wars fans have thought about for a long time. Absolutely. And this is really their first experience to, to do it. I'm kind of 50-50 on what hardcore Star Wars fans are going to think. Some are going to love it, like you said. There are going to be others, and those are the type of, I think, Star Wars fans that you can never please. Right. With no matter what you do, how you portray characters, what type of an attraction you put together, or what kind of a movie you put out, some Star Wars fans are just never happy. But I think there are some out there that are going to be extremely excited about this. They're going to get there, and they're going to look at it the way I do. This doesn't look very Star Wars to me. When I look at the Halcyon and the way it looks, I think of the USS Enterprise NCC-1701F, <laughs> which is the next in line. That's what I think of when I look at the Halcyon. It doesn't look Star Wars to me. To me, Star Wars is more rugged, rough around the edges, Darker. Darker, yeah, type of, type of environment. But I do understand at the same time that this is a cruise liner up in space. So, of course, it's going to look polished. It's going to look new. It's going to look bright. Yeah, this is the, the luxury yeah. top 1% yeah. of the Star Wars universe. Yeah. But it doesn't look Star Wars to me at the same time, though. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just because I've only seen it on YouTube or I've only seen it on pictures via Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. Maybe it's because the lighting on the camera setting wasn't correct. We did notice that. We did notice that a little bit. Everybody's, you know, their video looked a little different. Is the lighting real bright or is it a little real dim? Hard to say because everybody's setting's different. But it just doesn't look Star Wars to me. I don't know. 
I'd argue that the Star Wars fandom is the hardest to please. They are. I I really truly believe. Yeah. <laughs> they're but they're dedicated. They are. Some and, people yeah. take it a little too far. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but they're very dedicated fan base. Mm-hmm. So they're hard to please. Some may like it. Some may hate it. Now it's time. Yeah, now it's time for you to put up or shut up million, on your opinion. The you million know? dollar question. <laughs> is it worth it? Is this vacation right for you? Right. We can't tell you that. We cannot. We can't tell you if the cost is right for you and your family. I would hope that they would maybe in the future offer, I don't know, a day pass onto the Star Cruiser. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, a dinner pass or, or something like that. But, you know, I don't know that that'll happen. Well, I mean... Okay, um, here's the thing on the cost. You're paying for just a couple, me and you, $4,000, okay? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of money for a two-night experience. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, it's much. Mm-hmm. Because there's so much more that I could do with $4,000. An article from USA Today said this. What could you get instead for around $4,000 at Disney? They said you could get two nights accommodations at the Grand Floridian, four table service meals and refreshments across the parks, one quick service meal at Hollywood Studios, two days park admission without park hopper, valet parking, and four Star Wars-themed magic bands all for a little bit over four thousand dollars, and hmm. the two—that's for a family of four. Yeah, and you know the equivalent of that on the Star Cruiser is going to run you six thousand dollars. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, it's time to pay the price. <laughs> Just <laughs> notice what that? Daniel said. Yeah. <laughs> now it is time to pay the price. Yeah, it is. There's a lot, and you can and think about what you could get for $4,000 on an actual Disney cruise, folks. Well, you and I, when we go Man. to the parks for a full week, we yeah. stay on property, we buy tickets, we don't spend $4,000. Absolutely not, no. For a week. But that's just two adults. Yeah. So. We, we just can't tell you if it's worth the cost for you. You have to determine that. Mm-hmm. And you have to determine whether or not the vacation is right for you. Like we've been saying this entire show, the Galactic Star Cruiser is whatever you make it. Mm-hmm. If you get on there and you choose that all you want to do is play Sabacc the entire time. Do it. Do it, but you're not getting your money's worth. Right. If you're the person that's going to go in there with an open mind and want to be involved and interact, not only with the cast members, but with other members of the cruise with you, you're going to have a great time, probably. But we still have to wait and see because the first cruise just ended. We're waiting to get those reviews in. Was it enough? Was it too much? I it's think we'll revisit say. this. I think we like will September, too. Like September, the end of the year when yeah. it's been open for like six or eight months. Yeah. And, probably. you know, kind of update on what we know now, what people's <laughs> opinions are now, what we've learned, you know, if things have changed, we'll come back. Eric said, how many days has it been without a nighttime parade? I bet for $4,000 they get a nighttime parade. Nighttime. Eric, it's been a lot of days. They got a nighttime way. parade on the ship. <laughs> they did. I'd be pretty mad. <laughs> they got fireworks. They do have fireworks. That is kind of cool. Yeah. So, But uh, if you have an opinion about this and you want to let us know or you went on the Galactic Star Cruiser and you want to tell us about it, 
send us an email. Send an email to DW60 at srsounds.com. We've got a special announcement coming up after the break. Don't go anywhere. Looking for some fun on Facebook with fellow Disney fans? Then you need to join the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone. Fun Zone. The Fun Zone is an exclusive online gathering place where young and old alike can come and share their love of all things Disney in a family-friendly atmosphere. The Fun Zone will also be your place for exclusive downloads, images, giveaways, and more. Join us online by going to Facebook.com and searching for Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone. Fun Zone. That's the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone, part of Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com. Bringing more people together than ever before at one happy place. SRSounds.com. Download Sorcerer Radio's mobile app today and hear the magic from your iPhone, iPad, or Android device. SRSounds.com. Looking to show your Disney side at the Disney theme parks, your local gym, or around the house? Then you'll want to check out all of the cute Disney-themed leggings and fun shirts at the Sorcerer Radio Etsy shop. Be sure to stop in to our exclusive shop today at srsounds.com Etsy to see our latest Disney-themed clothing designs. And for a limited time, Sorcerer Radio listeners can take 10% off by using the code LOVESR when checking out. See you real soon at srsounds.com Etsy. Did you know that Sorcerer Radio has their own YouTube channel? It's true. Check out all of the great videos from Disney News, Resort TV, ride-throughs, music remixes, and more. Stop in at srsounds.com YouTube and enjoy even more magic from your favorite Disney radio station. Be sure to like and subscribe for all of the updates at srsounds.com YouTube. Do you have a Disney-related business or product and would like help getting the word out? Become a sponsor of Social Radio today. For more information, please contact our business office via email at sponsors at srsounds.com. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. Social Radio, srsounds.com. All right, so before we close out the show here, we did have a uh, special announcement that we wanted to make to all of the listeners of DW60's Press Row. Tell them what it is. We did something that we've been wanting to do for a very long time. We've been thinking about it. We've been hemming and hawing, going back and forth, working at it, tinkering with it, changing things. We launched a Patreon. So now you can become a patron of DW60's Press Row. You'll have access to bonus episodes, special content, behind the scenes, um, depending on the level, the tier that you select. You can have one-on-one Zoom chats with us. Um, You can record a liner for the show. You know, you can get stickers, merchandise. Oh, you said merchandise. 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 Merchandising. We're also working on (laughs) merchandise. You can wear your proudest bacon and a biscuit. The shirt that everyone's been asking for forever. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> We're working on it. We're trying really hard. But, um, you know, the, the DW60 Press Row Patreon is currently live. Um, and if you check it out and you feel so inclined to join, we would certainly appreciate it. Now, you're going to leave a link for, link for everybody to go to to do that? Or do they need to just search something or yeah, what? Yeah, you can search it on Patreon. It'll be posted in the bio on our in our Instagram. It'll be on our Facebook. I can pop it in the Discord this morning while everyone's chatting live. Um, so, you know, it'll be around. And if you can't find it, shoot us a message. We'll be happy to get it to you. I'm very excited about this. I am. It's something that we've had for a long time. Like, 
a year, year, a two? year plus. Yeah, and yeah. we just we haven't done anything with it. So, like, I think we thought about this on the drive to Disney before the wedding, mm-hmm. or was it on the way back? That Something is. like that. So yeah. it's been like a year and a half that we've been wanting to do this, and we were we were kind of just waiting for the right time. And I don't know. It just seemed like the right time. Felt like the right time. Yeah. Now, when it comes to the merchandise, I'm very excited about this. We're working on it. We're really working hard on this. We have one of your friends Mm -hmm. does a fantastic job with, uh, what, graphic design and stuff, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And she's helping us out with this. So we plan on definitely uh, getting some good stuff put together. One person asked, do we get to stay at your house for a weekend? That is not one of the uh, Not one of the options, options no. Would you like to Zoom chat with us while we're at our house? Yeah, yeah, that we could do an that. Option. Yeah. Sarah said, I need merch. Sarah, you're going to get merch. You're going to get merch. You're going to get merch. So we definitely encourage you to check out our brand new Patreon page. And um, very excited. Very excited. We appreciate your support. We like literally wouldn't have a show without people that listen to it absolutely because you know what our patrons give us is going to help fund the show right when it comes to a lot of different things whether the equipment just a a long list of things yeah opportunities you know just things that we can use to improve it every you know literal penny that we've ever (laughs) profited from the show has always gone back into it absolutely um but it's always been you know very limited and i think this will just really be a jumping off point for us to grow and expand and improve and just be able to offer so many more things to people who are making it happen and that would be you guys that's you that is you guys that are making all all of of this happen We want to thank you for joining us for DW60 this time around, whether you're listening to us on Sorcerer Radio, the podcast, or you're watching us live on Instagram Live, where you can see the beautiful Nicole talk the entire show. You can't see me, though. Someday you'll be on there. Maybe one day I will be. I don't know. Uh, I like the way it is right now. You'll just join one night, and that'll be (laughs) Jeff's face. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, turn it off. Or just... uh, just put the screen down you know just listen to us that'd be great (laughs) anyway how can they find us on social media you can find us on facebook on the dw60 press row facebook page we're also in the sorcerer radio disney fun zone we're in the sorcerer radio discord chatting live during the show every friday and all week long during the different you know live hosted dj shows the lunchtime request hour the srn top 10 monday mornings we're in there all the time um, you can also find us on Instagram and TikTok at GW60PressRow and now creating bonus content on Patreon. We want to encourage you to check out all the different shows on Sorcerer Radio like, oh, let's see, the SRN Top 10, the Disney List, the Diz His, Disney Trip Tips. Uh, uh, what's the Disneyland show? Disneyland Magic? Uh, not anymore. Not anymore. It's yeah. Called animation. That's right. I keep going back to Disneyland Magic. I must miss it or something like I that. Know. There's a lot of great programming over on Sorcerer Radio at srsounds.com. Check out the website. Download the app. You can listen to Sorcerer Radio while you're on the go. And that is for all of your Android and Apple devices as well. There's going to be a replay of this show tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Sorcerer Radio. And of course, the podcast version of the show will be out sometime this weekend. If 
if you're listening on Apple Podcast, we would appreciate those five-star reviews. That does help the podcast get out to everybody out there so that they can listen to Sorcerer Radio too, and then share the show anytime that you're listening and uh, you want to share with everybody, hey, these guys are talking about something cool. Let them know and share it on social media. We definitely appreciate that. And that's pretty much it. And we will see you next week for another edition of the show. So until next time, this is Sorcerer Radio, all Disney music, all day long, srsounds.com, and have a magical day. <laughs>